Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Krista Weaver, our co-host and resident confidence queen. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am today's host and resident confidence queen, Krista Weber, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have an amazing guest. Kim Acreek is here with us. Kim is an RTT practitioner and mindset coach who helps female entrepreneurs bring their self-worth to the next level within just 21 days. You heard me right. So they can ditch the fear and grow thriving businesses in a state of flow. She also happens to be one of my favorite humans, and I have shouted her out on Shocker Girl Radio before. So welcome, Kim. We're so glad you're here. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited that you're here as well. I'm obsessed with what you do, and I cannot wait for everybody to find out and for you to tell us all about it so everybody can get in on all of the goodness. So we want to start the show with some excitement, although it is already in my voice big time, but we're just going to start on a very high vibe by sharing something that we're excited about today. So mine is so easy. Mine is so literally easy and simple today, but it is finally warm and I can finally just wear like silk dresses and tank tops and silk pants and like all of the silk things. I, I, I still wear silk in the winter, but I'm not one for layering. Like if bras are optional, that, that brings me joy. So I'm just happy that I'm looking out my window and it's like beautiful and warm and ugh, finally, and I'm sorry to say this because I know that you're in Australia and it's getting cold again although cold is a relative term so like what's cold for you actually like in the middle of winter in the middle of the day it'll be like mid 20s still it's just okay. like, the <laughs> it's not maybe like 10. oh my god okay so for everybody who might be like in canada or like in the u.s and upper like midwest they're like that is not cold but it's okay <laughs> It's cold for you and you're allowed to have your feelings kim so that's all right so what what's something that you're excited about today it's so funny because I feel like my thing that I'm excited about is like the fact that it's autumn and like autumn fashion <laughs> is like coming into play now. And I'm like, oh my God, I can actually wear more than like just a little tiny sundress, which I do love. But like after a whole summer of it, you're like, okay, I would love to maybe yeah. wear something a little bit different. So totally. I'm really all the autumn clothes happening right now. So like sweater dresses and like boots and stuff. Yeah, I know the, the seasonal <laughs> changes, like that's literally the only like good thing about it. I know. And when it comes to colder weather, I'm like, I, I can get through like my cold weather wardrobe in like a week and then I'm good. And then I'm like, okay, like warm weather can come back again. Like it's fine. So that's cool. I'm glad. Yay. Happy for us. Okay. And then now let us do a chakra shout out. So, and this is totally on point right now because literally what I want to shout out is the maker of my favorite silk dresses. The designer of my favorite silk dresses cannot get enough. And Kim, you and I have talked about it. Like we are friends. We talk all the time. Silk laundry. I'm obsessed. I have so many. I almost have all of them. I want more. It's not enough. They just, they're bias cut slip dress. It's the 90s bias cut slip. I love everything that they have, but the 90s bias cut slip dress, literally like throw it on, so flattering. Always, like like I said, bra optional, over a bathing suit, out for dinner, like flats during the day, high heels for night, so chic, so perfect, so comfortable, so flattering, like so sustainable. They last forever. So that's why like I keep buying them and I'm like, 
there's just going to be a day where I don't wear anything but silk laundry. So I'm obsessed with them. I love them. Everybody go get a silk laundry dress. Who's your chakra shout out today? Who or what? The thing I wanted to share is Alexis Smart flower essences. So Alexis Smart is like this amazing like boho queen who lives in Joshua Tree and makes like these flower essences. And I'd never tried them, but I started taking them and they changed my whole life. So 100% shouting her out. Basically, they work on a vibrational level. So she has all these different pre-made blends where you can do like one-to-one consults with her. But the pre-made ones pretty much cover everything you would ever want to do. So you take it for like a month, four times a day, and it just works really subtly on like a vibrational level to just kind of get your vibration in alignment with like whatever you're taking it for and it just kind of really subtly sort of reprograms you and I noticed the biggest shifts I took um wholehearted and then in love and I had like the biggest heart chakra opening like so much more calmer like I have kind of an anxious attachment style that just went away so (laughs) oh my god I wonder if they shift to Germany okay what's do what's that they do okay what's their Instagram buying buying it immediately Alexis smart Alexis smart so literally like at Alexis smart one word okay and then and also for everybody like mine at silk laundry just like literally at silk laundry thank us because you guys are going to look fabulous and feel fabulous feel fantastic (laughs) yes like ooh, heart like heart chakra opening I want this Ooh, I'm so excited to try it. You've you've told me about the flower essences and I haven't done it yet. So yeah, I've been taking one pretty much like every single month since I found them, which was maybe like five months ago. And they are a game changer. Yeah, you have been very chill. (laughs) 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 You normally are. Something's changed. (laughs) But like, but working on the heart unlocks everything. Like everything and I feel like those two together especially if you have like heart stuff that you want to work through because wholehearted is really about like healing past heart woundings whether it was like a childhood thing or whether it was a relationship thing wounding that you never got over and then after you do that when you do in love which is more about attracting in like a positive romantic partnership and even though I already had a partner at the time it just really strengthened our relationship and made me a lot God, that's so sweet. Like, I really feel like so much is about the heart. Like, people, like, you know, I mean, like, even the earth heart chakra is having an opening and awakening, like what we've been going through over the last 15 months. Like, well, for, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast for another day, I guess. But bringing things back to the heart and moving from a heart centered place is just such a game changer. So yes, all of the things to support that. We love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, everybody, it's in the show notes, so go get it. And then write Kim at her and tell her what happens for you because I want to know and she'll tell me or you can at me. <laughs> okay, so I've got some rapid fire slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? I have a feeling this is going to be so good. What's your morning ritual? Ooh, right now it's really good because first I will listen to like a hypnosis, just whatever I'm like trying to like imprint into my mind. I'll make them for myself. Sometimes I'll use one that somebody else has made for me custom. And I'll just listen to that like while I'm still lying in bed. And then after that, I will get up and intentionally not go on my phone first thing because I think it like sets your day up to feel better if you're not just reacting to things. Controversial. (laughs) (laughs) And then from there, I will sit in front of, I have like, this sounds so weird. It's like a lamp that like gives you a bright kind of 
burst of light that's supposed to like wake up your your mind it works really well for people who get like seasonal affective disorder or like if you're starting to go into winter and you just find you're not outside as much as you want it basically is super bright you sit in front of it for like 15 minutes and it kind of just helps wake your eyes up from like working with your photoreceptors and I just always feel really good so I sit in front of that and then I'll tap with something on YouTube from probably either tap with Brad or Gala Darling we love and then I will journal either a page of things that I'm grateful for or if I feel weird about something I'll journal on that and kind of like shift my vibe around it and then I'll write what I want to create in the future and that's pretty much it and then like all the supplements coffee all those really (laughs) naturally is German for naturally everybody if I have an expletive in German it's because I'm very very excited about something that is such a juicy ritual I love that ritual so like how are you not having a great day when you have a ritual like that this is there's just no way you set yourself up amazing totally so good and like do you pull cards or anything too like or- I do pull cards actually I forgot about that most mornings I'll like pull two cards usually like I'll ask like what's the energy of the day and like what should I do and then I'll just kind of have a look at those and see what I feel like is yeah, coming like on. Which, what should I do and like what's my vibe around this right now or something I like I don't pull cards every single day I feel so great. I feel so grateful for the guidance that sometimes, and perhaps this is like a belief that I need to let go of, but like, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to like overdo it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be greedy or something, (laughs) but like, I just, I just, I'm a manifesting generator. I just do what feels good when I want to do it. So that is amazing. And then this is a very deep, intimate, personal question. Um, What's your sun, moon and rising, Kim? (laughs) Oh my god, I love this question. So I'm an Aquarius sun, Sagittarius rising, and then I have an Aries moon, but I feel like it's also worth mentioning that I have six planets in Capricorn in the second house. So it's like (laughs) Aquarius on the outside, Capricorn on the inside. Totally. I feel that because I'm a Gemini sun, uh, Taurus rising, and Capricorn moon, but then I also have like nine like ultra ultra stellium in Capricorn as well so like made like Capricorn sisters secretly Capricorn sisters I love it so much and I'm also very drawn to Aries people my husband is an Aries so perhaps I Aries are just fun know. when they're in a yeah. good mood and they're like they like to take action they're kind of funny they're like impulsive they're fun when they're like in a good vibe but the funny, <laughs> but the funny thing too about that is that like my my Gemini-ness like I have a stellium in Gemini as well um in really fun placements that I'm good at like when my Aries people are not in a good vibe, I'm really good at like bringing the fun and the humor and the playfulness and like not taking things personally. Cause I'm just like, meh, I'm like having a, <laughs> having a moment. Let's, let's make you laugh again if we can. And it's a good time. Um, okay. And then also like, you are so radiantly gorgeous. Tell us like, what is your favorite skincare product or beauty product that you're just obsessed with that you will always have and like never not have? Yeah, there's this brand called Beauty Pacific. Mm. And I literally cannot remember the name of the product right now, but I think it's like they have like a vitamin A serum that I've been using like every single day. And it just made my skin amazing. Like I used to have a lot of like scarring and stuff from like acne and I started using that. And then they also have like an exfoliating scrub as well. And just those two products completely changed my skin. So I want both of them forever. (laughs) I have to say that like everybody who's listening, like it is morning in Germany. So I've got a savage morning phase happening. Um, Kim says I'm pretty anyway, and I love her, but she looks like an Instagram filter. Like she is just so beautiful. (laughs) So it's fine. I'm going to do my makeup after this. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then what's your, what's your favorite crystal right now? Like what crystal are you feeling really drawn to right now? I love Moldavite. Yes. 
intense and I feel like I have it on a ring and when I wear it it's just like my whole life transforms and I don't um, always wear it because I feel yeah. like it's intense yeah. but when I do I just feel really good I love meditating with it I love doing like mm. breath work sessions with it like sometimes I just feel like I need it and then I'll just wear it for those and yeah a little goes a long way <laughs> you know what is crazy like you know that I'm like a space queen like <laughs> space obsessed with like sci-fi space things always you know this and like when I have my Moldavite, sometimes if I hold it near my head or if I hold it near my heart, I feel that I start to vibrate. Like I can feel my cells reacting to it. It's so interesting. Oh, I love it so much. And then one last one for funsies because I'm obsessed with human design and something that I do with my clients all the time. And once again, if it's too intimate, like just don't answer, give me like a little sneaky little wink if you want to not answer it, but what's your human design? Do you know like your, your energy type profile? Yes. So I am an emotional projector with a 6-2 profile. Yes. Powerful. Powerful. So much wisdom. So much wisdom (laughs) to share. And that actually is a wonderful segue um, to bring us into, would you like to just share with us, like, what did your spiritual awakening look like? Like, what inspired you to lean, like, to become curious, to learn and to lean into all of your greatness and your gifts and what you do with how you help women? Yeah, totally. It's such a good question. Because I feel like even from a really young age, I was really drawn to like witchy stuff, but mm-hmm. was like raised in a Christian household. So it was kind of frowned upon. So I like didn't really do anything with that. But mm-hmm. it really hit when I had my Saturn return. And then all of a sudden, I just kind of like fell into like this deep vortex of like healing and like all the spiritual tools. And like, you know how you find one thing, and then it just kind of leads you into this giant snowball thing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> one thing goes to the next to the next to the next, but it really was like that Saturn return. And just realizing that I was like, I've done so much healing in some ways, but I also was just so not happy with the way that my life was. Like, I was like, is this it? Like, I'm like, could it be something else? Like, there's just these things that like these blocks that I feel like I keep bumping up against where I just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. something needs to change. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I feel like I just found everything. I found astrology. I found like RTT. I just found all the things and went down this deep rabbit hole at the time I was living in Byron Bay Australia and for those who don't know Byron Bay is like the hippie capital of Australia it's like where all of this stuff like everyone's into like healthy living and like all the things and that was just like the perfect place to be because like you could say the strangest things to people and people would be like oh yeah that's totally normal like whatever and that just really helped facilitate it. Oh, that's amazing. And I mean, I guess I should also say like a little bit of our backstory because you and I actually met through Chakra Girl Business School. So you and I actually met through Chakra Girl Business School through Amberly. We connected. I think that we were going through our our class at the same time. And we've just like, I think that there has not been a day that has gone by that we haven't talked since we met and started talking. So it's amazing how things happen and like And then, yeah, like it snowballs, like you follow the fun, follow the curiosity, follow what feels good. And then just because I I happen to know you, like, do you want to share why you actually moved to Australia? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So um, (laughs) a wedding and fashion photographer for like the past 10 years up until before I moved here. And I actually got invited to shoot a wedding in New Zealand. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to like New Zealand. Like I might as well just go to Australia along the way. And then I got here and I was like, I'm not leaving. This is the spot for me. I'm obsessed, fell in love with it and just didn't leave. And when we look at like astrocartography, it's really interesting because like my like Jupiter and Mars line run through pretty much exactly where I live in Australia. So what that means is basically it's like a great 
place for like expansion and growth and my career does really well here mm-hmm. and ever since I moved here it was like everything has just flowed so beautifully so that is I'm still so- here and then so, like you took like the leap of faith like you followed your instinct like you followed your curiosity your your curious knowledgeable intelligent Aquarius mind and like your fiery drive to do things like you followed all of that passion and curiosity you trusted it you leaned in and you're just fucking thriving and like amazing so I love it and actually you know something funny my love line goes through Australia so I know and I'm like "Hmm, I just want to go there so bad and fall in love with it and also not leave Okay. And so you've referred to this a couple of times, but I'd love it um, just for our listeners who aren't familiar. Can you just tell us like, what is RTT? Like, what does it stand for? What is it? Yeah, absolutely. So RTT is rapid transformational therapy, and it's like a hybrid modality, which kind of combines hypnosis, NLP, cognitive behavioral therapy, and psychotherapy. But it's really like more than the sum of its parts, because you can hear it and be like, oh, I know what all of those things are. But when you put them all together, it creates a really powerful way. And the best way I find to break it down is we are basically able to get in there and see what the beliefs are that you have that you're probably not aware of on a conscious level. We can reframe them, we release them, and then we rewire your mind for a completely new outlook on things. That's amazing. And so like neuro-linguistic programming, psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, all rolled into one. It's this incredible modality. And I actually personally have worked with you too. So I know how powerful it is because you stand up from that session and you're different. And that's even just the beginning. But can you just tell us like, why is it called rapid? This is my favorite thing because like, I'm sure a lot of people who have been to therapy can kind of attest, like sometimes it feels like you're going there and you're talking and you're talking and you're talking. You're really good at talking about your problem, but you're not really seeing any changes. And so RTT is incredible because in most issues get resolved in one to two sessions. So it basically kind of ends up breaking down. Like your session is an hour and a half. And then after that, you have a personalized recording to listen to for 21 days. It's just 15 minutes, super easy to fit into your day. And then at the end of that 21 days, it's like you are listening literally a whole new person. And yeah. once you've done it, it's like, you don't need to keep going back and topping it up. You don't need to like go back in later and see if things have changed. Like once you change it, it's changed forever and it can happen in like one to two sessions. Yeah. And I, yes, I can say that I have experienced that as well. And I was so, for me, when I did it, I was so amazed and surprised at the things that came up, like the root, like there's an idea, a belief that you're living your life according to. And then like what's the root of that? And what's the root of that? And what's the root of that? And it goes back so far, but like, you're able to do it in such a gentle way. So like, but I think that some people, I think that there is a stigma around like being hypnotized. So like, what are the common misconceptions that you encounter or that you see people have about hypnotherapy or RTT? Like, what is a, what is a myth? Like bust the myths. What are the misconceptions? So it's like, it's easy for people to sometimes get confused with hypnotherapy and RTT being the same thing, but they're really not like they both use hypnosis, but they kind of use it in completely different ways. So I always want to like, they're, they're two different things. Hypnosis is more like, maybe you will go back and review what's going on, but it's more affirming a new belief. Whereas RTT is like the deep excavation that goes and pulls everything out and then basically 
reprograms the whole thing. But with hypnosis, we use the hypnotic state because this allows us to bypass your conscious mind and get into the subconscious. And the reason this is important is because your subconscious has stored everything that's ever happened to you since like before you were born. It's Mm. just not easily able to access it, but your subconscious controls 90% of how you show up in the world. So it's like having this thing that's controlling 90% of your behavior, but you're not aware of it. It's kind of like soft your computer like it's there you're using it you don't know how it works and so with hypnosis you're able to get into the subconscious and just dialogue with that and see like okay what's going on here like why are we doing this and it always has an answer as to what's going on Mm -hmm. but a lot of the time when people think of hypnosis they think of like stage hypnosis they think that they're going to be out of control they think they're going to be like told to be a chicken or whatever it is (laughs) it's none of those things it's basically a deeply relaxed state where you're still aware of everything that's going on but you're highly suggestible and that highly suggestible thing is what we really like to work with because we're just suggesting you do different things than what you were doing before which wasn't working for you yeah and just like take in the idea like so like for myself I I was so surprised that I had so many blocks around like my own safety like what I was believing was making me safe but like then those beliefs were actually holding me back it was so amazing so obsessed with it and then like speaking of blocks what are the blocks that you find like are there like some kind of standard common blocks that you find? Because you work with so many people, you've done so many things. Like, are there some common blocks that you feel like most people have or that are like normal ones? Yeah, totally. It's funny because pretty much everything breaks down into one of three core beliefs and like every issue that's kind of going on, you can kind of like categorize it into one of these three things. And so the first one is like, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I don't feel like I'm enough. The -hmm. second one is like, what I want isn't available to me. So say somebody's like, I want to be in a relationship, but I feel like it's not available. Like it just kind of is that I can't have it. Like other people can have it, it. but I can't have it. Like, and then, and then they're like, but then your brain will have these reasons why it's telling you that that's true. And it'll be like things that you witnessed, observed, or experienced that is kind of like proof that your unconscious mind is pulling from you. Like, well, this thing happened. Like when you were in kindergarten, this one person didn't want to share with you. And that means that you're not lovable. And then you're now like 37 and believing that nobody wants to love you because somebody didn't share the scissors with you when you were five or something, but you can't like, there's like, so you're able to excavate it. And I actually love that word because like, I'm all about diamonds and like we pull up the diamonds from the deep. And I just love that you're able to pull that from people's minds and help them step into the life that they really, really want so that they can take the action. I love it so much. And actually, I know that you're becoming a psychologist as well, because you're just such a powerhouse, like triple quadruple threat, like brilliant woman. Um, So how does what you're studying and learning in university, like becoming a psychologist, how does everything that you're learning there in that realm support your experiences in the spiritual and energetic healing practices that you use with yourself and that you also use with your clients? Yeah, totally. It's so interesting doing like a psychology degree, because like, for those who don't know, it is a science degree and everything you have to do in your practice has to be based on empirical research. Like you can't just be like, I feel like doing this today. And then we do that. (laughs) It needs to be based in research. And it's been really interesting combining the two things together because I very much like am in the spiritual world as well, but I also love knowing the science to back it up, which I feel like is maybe a little bit like that Capricorn style. I was going to say. (laughs) Give me the data. 
(laughs) And so I'm like kind of on another planet at the same time. So I think being able to hold both of those things and like see them both as valid and like kind of like choose the things that I feel like work for the best for the client is always what I want to be able to work with. And obviously Mm -hmm. it would be different in like a psychological practice, but like within a coaching space, you can combine the best of both worlds and pull like what you know from like manifestation and energetics, as well as pull in like the psychological research and just knowing how the mind works to create a really powerful practice. Yes. I, it helps so much. And I think when you can literally explain it to people in like scientific terms and back it up and then give them the practices and the tools, I love being able to explain like the vibrational woo behind the science and the science behind the woo, because it's important. And I, this is important to me because my husband is a scientist as well. And like, he's a doctor, he's a surgeon, he's a scientist. And within the work that I do and everything that I've learned too, I have to be able to sit at the dinner table and hold my head high and be like, but here are the facts and here is why. And this is what we know. And Mm -hmm. you can go quantum, you can go so deep, but like And so I just love that you're incorporating that science uh, as a psychologist, getting that degree as well. It's incredible. So actually like all of this, I know that all of the listeners right now, like racking their brains, be like, oh my God, like, what's the story I'm telling myself? Like, what's the common block that's holding me back? Like, so do you have any hot tips for our listeners that they could use today to start raising their self-worth of believing that what they want is available for them, believing that they are worthy of having what they want? What's like a hot, hot tip that people could do right now today, pause the podcast, go do it to take action towards the life that they want. I think my favorite question that's like always so simple, but I always come back to it is just asking yourself, like, is something ultimately true? Like it's realizing that you are not your thoughts. One of the really powerful exercise that I love using to kind of like show yourself why what you think isn't always true like you can say to yourself I can't pick anything up but then you can go pick up your glass of water and you've just proved to yourself well I can do something that I think that I can't do Mm -hmm. so you're basically like acknowledging the thoughts that you have but when you can step outside of that and be like I don't need to attach to this that's when you're able to find the power because as soon as you're like well if that's not ultimately true what could be true instead for me and it's like you don't have to anything with that information it's not like you have to go and change your whole life from it but it's just when you start to notice in this moment it's like when you're having a thought that's not supporting you you're like you can take a step back and be like I notice I'm having this thought and right. it kind of takes you out of the equation and puts you into the observer perspective and when you can start to do that you can notice how often your mind goes to this place where it will tell you these things and you're like but that's not totally true and the more you're yeah. able to notice it you're able to shift how you feel about yourself really quickly I love that that is so interesting because it is true like we all have kind of a wound or like there is like a part of us and an analogy that I guess I could give it's like when you lose a tooth like when you're little or if you like if you break a tooth then your tongue always goes to that spot like it always like wants to seek out that little awa, that little, um, that little wound. That's what we call a wound in Germany, by the way, everybody for little kids, we call it an awa. Um, so your tongue always wants to go to that spot. And I think that your mind does the same thing. So if, if you like, if you have a belief that like, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not, people don't like me, I'm not safe or something, then any mistake, quote unquote mistake, or something that goes quote unquote wrong, your brain is going to go to that wound like your tongue to the broken tooth and be like, oh, it's because you're stupid. Oh, it's because people don't love you. Oh, the, the, the. And then, yeah. So you're saying if you can become an observer, observer of that and be like, but is it true? Is it true? Like, show me the receipts. Is it true? And then I love that. So like, would you say like 
formulate the question, like, what is the thought that you're having? Like, what is the wound? What is the idea that your mind is pinging to automatically? And then literally write it down on paper and then write down the question, is this true? Am I stupid? Am I not loved? And then maybe journal it out, like maybe free flow some journal thoughts and like, you could even do the phone a friend thing and like ask your best friend, be like, do you think I'm stupid? And of course your best friend will say no, because it's not true. So I love that. So that's actually like, that is a really powerful exercise. I love that so much. That's so good. I'm yeah. going to do it. I'm going to do it today. <laughs> because I mean, like we're human, we have so many thoughts a day. And so of course, like through a day, I have a thought where it's not supporting me. And then I'm like, okay, I've noticed I'm thinking blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, well now that I've noticed I'm thinking it, I don't need to attach to that anymore because yeah. like, I don't want that to be my I can choose not to claim it. Like I can choose not to claim that vibration. Yeah. I love that. Oh God, Kim. You're so brilliant. Um, okay. And then, Ooh, this is something that we touched on earlier. Um, and I wanted to bring it up again. So like manifesting is such a buzzword. It's such a hot topic. What? And like, we want to manifest this, we want to manifest this, manifest the man, manifest the house, manifest the job, manifest the money, manifest the whatever, what am I trying to manifest or what not trying? What am I manifesting right now? Hmm. There's so many things. Bulgari necklaces, <laughs> Hermes bags, trips to Bali, <laughs> trips to Costa Rica, <laughs> to do ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, so manifesting is a hot topic. What's the connection between manifesting and the unconscious mind? Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic, don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakragirl at checkout. I love this because so many people, first thing I want to like separate is people will be like, oh, I'm trying to manifest something, but it's like, well, you're always manifesting. It's just whether you're conscious of it or you're not conscious of it is like a whole other thing. Ooh. But people don't realize that they'll, they'll want something consciously. Like, let's just use like the example of being like, I really want a mansion. And so you're like, okay, I'm going Ooh. to manifest a mansion, but you're currently like living in a share house with four other people and it's not a vibe. So the jump from <laughs> you to getting the mansion is like a very large jump. 
And I don't like to use the word unrealistic because I think like, what is reality anyways? But it's like on a conscious level, do you really feel like that feels like the most natural next step for yourself? Because when you're manifesting, I always think it's better to plan it like three to six months out because this seems like realistic for lack of a better word for your brain, because your brain likes to do things that it feels are possible for it, which is also why it doesn't like to try and it, like, it wants to save energy, basically. It's like, so if you're- it's like you have to suspend your disbelief in a way that your brain can believe. So like, if I, oh. if I let's say, okay, so you know, my hair used to be short. You, my hair, I used to have a short blonde bob, which was chic as hell, but I wanted this long mermaid hair. So I want to manifest this long, juicy, beautiful hair. Even though stylists can say like, oh, blonde hair that's treated like styled, um, colored blonde hair. Oh, you're always going to get split ends. You're never going to have long hair. It's not, you know, or, oh, it doesn't look good on you. First of all, it looks fucking fantastic. But then, so I, if I say like, well, I can't have long blonde hair tomorrow. I mean, I could get extensions. I don't want extensions. I would tear them out of my head in my sleep. I'm telling you. But then I would say like, if I, if I'm like, well, I can't have it tomorrow. So that means that it can't be true. And I've never had long blonde hair. So I have no evidence to believe that I can have it. But if I could be like, well, my hair is going to keep growing in three to six months, my hair will be longer. And then what can I do when I choose that that can be real in three to six months, then I'm now going to start taking inspired actions. I'm going to buy like treatments to like spray on treatment to protect my, my ends so that they don't get split and break or like not going to wash my hair as often. I'm not going to use heat styling. I'm going to maybe take better care of my hair, take supplements to help it grow. And now I'm taking inspired action a few months later. Look how luxurious my hair is. You guys can't see the dramatic hair flip, but it's very dramatic. So I like this. So when you're wanting to manifest, you're always manifesting. Your brain is always moving you towards the things that you believe. And so you have to kind of marry what your conscious mind can accept as real by giving it something that it can fixate on, that it can latch onto and believe. So like suspend that that disbelief. So, well, it's also like, it goes deeper than that because then you bring your like subconscious mind into it. And if you don't believe something is possible for you on a subconscious level, it's never going to happen for you on a conscious level. Won't make it happen because like we said earlier, your subconscious controls 90% of your behavior. So it's like really this combination of like on a subconscious level, you need to do the work to find out like, do I feel worthy of having the mansion, for example? (laughs) And then you also have to be like, do Whoa. I feel like this is possible for me? And so huh? like there's different ways you can get into your subconscious, but it's like, you need to have those things in place in order to really even take the action that you need to take in order to get the mansion. Oh my God. You just blew my mind. Like, do I feel worthy? Am I safe? What will happen when I have it? So let's say like manifesting success or something, manifesting a lot of money. Is that going to mean that people are jealous of me and that I'm alone? Or does it mean that you know, maybe somebody had a relative that like had a lot of money and then lost it all. So like, oh, if maybe your unconscious mind thinks that like, oh, if I have a lot of money, if I get that abundance, I'm going to lose it right away and bad things are going to happen or something like that. Or for myself, again, stupid, this very (laughs) vain, whatever analogy of the long hair. If I have a subconscious belief that I don't look good with long hair because somebody told me I don't, what does my unconscious mind think that that means? If I don't look good, maybe that means that I don't feel like I'm safe because maybe there's a part of me who thinks that my value comes from my looks or something like that. And then if I'm not safe, well, then just fuck everything. Because if I, if my unconscious mind doesn't believe that I'm going to be safe, then it's going to be like full stop. It's (laughs) it's never going to exactly, it's never going to let it come through. So, wow, that's incredible. So the unconscious mind is the key to manifesting. 
100% because people will be trying to fix it on a conscious level. And I'm like, well, this is not a conscious level problem. And also at the end of the day, your mind is kind of lazy and it loves to conserve energy. So like you can be sort of focusing on something for a little bit of time during a day, but then what are you doing the rest of the time when you're not focused on that thing? And that's when your subconscious mind is really taking over and running the show. Oh my God. (laughs) That's why you want to get your subconscious on board so that you're almost on autopilot doing the things you need to do in order to manifest what you want. Wow. 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 So good. Oh my God. And now speaking about it, actually, So abundance, like, I feel like the things that I'm seeing all over Instagram and all over the online spaces and stuff is like manifesting abundance and like manifesting abundance and like, just feel like this word is all the time everywhere that I see like, I'm abundant. I'm so abundant. Like affirmations, I'm abundant. I'm so like abundant right now. What's that even mean? Like when, when people are saying, so from your perspective as a mindset coach, as an RTT practitioner, as like, this is what you do you work so much with building wealth and abundance, but like when people say that they want abundance, what are the actual feelings of that? Like what, what are they actually saying that they want when they say I want abundance? Totally. I feel like at the end of the day, humans always just want safety and security. Mm. And then with abundance, it also comes along with the feelings of freedom. Cause it's like, well, you don't just Mm. want money to sit on because if someone was like, here's a million dollars, but you can never touch it. Like you wouldn't want it. So you don't want money for the sake of just wanting money. Or maybe some people do, but that's kind of a bit of a different issue. It's more like you want that freedom. You want to feel like safe and secure. And then you kind of want to feel free to like live your life the way that you want to do it. And I also find that with business owners, when they want more money in their business, it's like, a lot of business owners, especially in this kind of like conscious space, it's because they want to create more impact. And if they're making more money, it means they're serving more people. So mm. they want to feel of service, which it all really comes down to your values. But I think the biggest driver for it is like that feeling of safety and security, mm-hmm. because there's some people who are like billionaires and they still don't feel like they have enough money. So I know. they think it's about the money. It's never really about the money. It's no, the it's so true. It's so true. And then like, even like you said, business owners, when you're like, well, they want more money so that they can grow their business and then they can have a greater impact. But then like creating a great, why do they want to create a greater impact? Because that's how they feel that they are best of service. And if they're of service, they feel that they're of worth. And if they feel that they're of worth and value, then they feel safe and secure. So, exactly. <laughs> Wow everybody that's the sound of the minds being blown all over the world I've got one more juicy question and everything that you've learned seen witnessed observed experience on your personal healing journey in your work with your clients in your education what are the most common roots of the limiting beliefs that people have that they can work with their unconscious mind on clearing like what where does this shit start could you say like is there a hard fast answer to that yeah, there actually is. So you're oh. subconscious. <laughs> so basically from the ages of zero to seven, you basically exist in a hypnotic brain state as you go about the world. And you can see this with kids because like kids are pretending that the broom is a horse, but to them, it's a horse. It's not a broom. They're not pretending like they kind of live in like, cause their conscious minds aren't fully formed. So like that zero to seven age is really pivotal in creating your entire personality for you as an adult, because that's when those beliefs get formed. And once your mind kind of has a belief formed, it loves to just seek out evidence to prove itself right, because it doesn't want to have to make decisions about every single situation because it likes to conserve energy. So it will basically look back to like, when was the first time that I felt something similar to this? How can I apply this to this situation now? Okay, I'm done. Move on to the next thing. And then you just oh. build more 
compounding evidence about the beliefs that you formed from the ages of zero to seven. Wow. Okay. So I have mom guilt now because Stella is six. (laughs) Um, I'm doing my best. So a belief forms between the ages of zero to seven. The belief gets formed. Is it reinforced during this time? Is it, it happens during this time and then it's reinforced. And and then like, that's now the programming that kind of the rest of your conscious mind springboards off of as you move through life. So like you're 32 years old and it's still this thing that happened when you were four that like, I have so many personal experiences that I'm thinking of now, like disrespect, like I can associate a very simple action or a very simple interaction with a person that gets me riled up and I'm in the habit, like people know me, like I'm a bit of a bad bitch. Yeah. But I can sometimes observe my thoughts and observe my feelings. Like, why did I just go from like zero to 10? Like, why am I like 10 out of 10 pissed right now from this? It was so stupid and so simple. And then I do that inner work. I ask myself the questions I journal. I really think about it. I'm like, wow, my brother or like my brother's friend like said something mean to me when I was four or like didn't give me as much macaroni as I wanted and then that means that if somebody does this that it's disrespectful which then goes back to I'm not safe if I'm not respected because that means I don't have enough food and that means I'm gonna die wow holy shit this is so important (laughs) but I want to like urge you to not feel the guilt because there's just no way around it like everyone fucks oh, their kids up somehow and it, like, <laughs> it's like the things that also like happen to her as she goes through the world it might not be you it might be someone on the playground or like something that happens at school but yeah. it's not necessarily also like it's not like your beliefs can only be formed from zero to seven this just kind of forms like the basis of your self-worth and a lot of your subconscious programming but yeah. we kind of encode memories from like emotionally significant events which in, mm-hmm. can happen your life so it's like something happens you have a strong emotional reaction to it Mm -hmm. and then your mind remembers that especially if it was something negative because your mind is like we need to protect you from this in the future you survived it this time let's keep replaying that so we can remember yeah and I, I was actually I was talking to a client about this yesterday too and like in in 5d you know there is no good there is no bad it's all important it's all data and it so even like quote unquote, negative experiences can be important learning experience. So I just want to say for all, for everybody who might be a mother who is listening to this, I really appreciate Kim, how you said, like, there's no need to have mom guilt because we're all just, we're seriously all doing our best and stuff and stuff's going to happen. You can't necessarily choose to try to hyper control stuff. But one of the things that I am conscious of with my daughter is letting her know I, how much she's loved, how, how important she is, how happy I am that she's here, how much fun I have with her. So I just like verbally say, we assume that they know, but they don't necessarily always just know. But so I just always have like, I have so much fun with you. Oh, it's so much fun. I love driving with you. I love going shopping with you. I love making food with you. I love this. You're so cute. I just love you so much. So I just try to say, and she just like walks around with like a little happy smiling glow. And then even if I have to correct her or educate her in some way and teach her like, you know, don't like, don't, you have to pick up your clothes or like you have to pick up your toys. And if we have a little fight about it or something, I always try to explain to her too, like, you know, mommies and daddies aren't perfect. Like I have my own feelings. You have your own feelings. Daddy has his feelings and we all love each other even though we all have our feelings and so i feel like i try to like explain to her how humans work 
that she yeah. doesn't necessarily form these like hard fast attachments but yeah there's always and she's got a lot of Pisces action happening in there there's just a lot of feelings so it's like that's my that's my thing to manage <laughs> and it's cool something that I see like you doing and probably almost everyone listening to this podcast is like if you're here you're interested in working on yourself and the best thing you can do for your kids is to heal yourself because Mm -hmm. they they model their behavior after what they see you doing more than what they hear you say they oh yeah things we model it off of our caretakers so when you showing up taking care of yourself prioritizing yourself having strong boundaries she learns that so much more than anything you could tell her in like one sentence not that that's not important but it's also like knowing that by you healing yourself, you're also healing things in her. Oh, yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Like Stella has such strong boundaries. (laughs) Like, and I mean, I'm, I'm well known for my work with boundaries with my clients and stuff, but like one of the most legendary iconic moments was Stella. I think she was like three years old. Like she was so little, like three or four. Um, And I've always like, I always want her to know, especially um, like children need to know that they, they need to know that they have boundaries because agency over their body for example that's such a simple one like nobody is allowed to like touch their body do something to them physically like hit them or hurt them or touch them or anything like that that's so important for us to protect our children and let them know that they have boundaries that just and and also their their property like they have rights like they're humans they have rights so it was so cute sometimes I let her if her room's a mess I'm like cool like you're the one who has to sleep in this messy room so like that's your thing if that's cool for you then cool like I don't like it but it's your room and she was like four years old or something (laughs) and she said I wanted her to clean up her room and like I made her bring all her toys from the living room to her room and so she did it and then she got to her room and just like dumped them out onto the floor and I was like well put them away and then she like whipped around and she says to me she's like mommy she's like I'm the boss of my toys in my room you're the boss of the living room I'm the boss of my room and my toys and I'm like oh I'm like salty spicy little girl I was like okay and I respected it I was like okay Stella I'm like you pick up your toys when you feel like it if you step on them and they get broken I'm not getting you new ones but that's your choice if that's what you want and I was like okay little little salty little queen got it message received (laughs) so it is so important you're so right like they you know, she sees me, like I set a boundary of like, okay, like on Saturdays when she's not at school or kindergarten, I, I like, she knows, like she, she has her snack and she's, she's allowed to watch cartoons. Like, okay, mommy's going to go meditate. Mommy's doing her morning ritual. When I'm doing yoga, you can come and join me, but mommy needs to be alone for a bit so I can meditate and do my thing. And she's like, okay. And like, she knows that I get that me time. And it's, she therefore sees that she's also allowed to have her feelings and do the things that she wants. So, wow. I love this all so much. Thank you so much for sharing all of this, Kim. Um, So we're going to shuffle it right along to a fun little moment. Um, Manic moments in manifesting. So this segment is when we share our latest meltdown and the manifestations that came out of it. So something like that would seem not necessarily the best or the most desirable, but then somehow it pivoted in a great way that brought something good into our life. So I will go first. Let me set the stage. Let me set the tone. So I am tuned into my body. I try, I mean, I do my best to be tuned into my body. I do what I need, what feels good. Like, what am I craving? What do I want? What is my body telling me? Like, am I tired? Am I hungry? Do I, do I need to talk to a friend? Like, what do I need to do? Do I need to take a day off? And so last week I was like, I just feel like I really want some TLC. Like I want some healing. I physically want some attention. Like I just want, 
I just want to feel good. I feel like I need a cleansing healing moment. And like, we're in now in like a new moon time. So maybe I was kind of sensing that. And I also believe that when I ask for what I want, I'm supported and I'm going to get what I want and I'm open to receive. So (laughs) maybe I take liberties with asking for what I want, but Hey, like if I get what I want, then good. So my doctor here in Germany is amazing. She's actually the one um, who found my thyroid cancer. She's the one who found the lump in my thyroid and I adore her. So if she's listening to this podcast, Hey girl, Hey, I love you. Her name is Christine Matinee. She's an amazing doctor. And she also happens to follow my Instagram. So I remembered that I was supposed to get some blood work done for like thyroid stuff. And I just potentially had like an ulcer situation and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I should, you know, I should make an appointment. And I'm like, let me just get this off of my to-do list. One last thing before I go to bed. So I just took like, went on a limb. And instead of calling her office, I texted her through Instagram at 9.30 at night on Thursday And I just ask, I'm like, Hey, I hope it's okay if I'm messaging you here, but I forgot to call your practice during the day today. Would it be okay if I came in? Like, I'm thinking like next week, I'm thinking I'm not going to hear back from her until like Monday. And I'm like next couple of weeks, if I could come in and get some blood work and some stuff done, that would be great. She messages me right back on Thursday night. She's like, yeah, actually come in tomorrow. Like why come into my office tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning and we'll just see what's going on and stuff. And so amazing because like listeners who know I've had like a lot of medical mishaps and like a lot of surgeries, a lot of like crazy injuries and stuff. And it's all led me to who I am today. And it's cool. I'm like half cyborg and I'm down with that. It's fine. But like, but it's nice to feel so protected and safe when I go to a medical doctor's office. So the nurses know me Um, here in Germany, people are very formal. They normally call you like Mrs. Whatever. They don't call you by your first name, but in the practice, they're like, Krista's here. So they're like, "Ah," and I just feel like loved and cared for. They did all the blood work. And not only they did this blood work, and then she did like some other tests as well. She like ultrasounded my entire body complimented my organs which was amazing she's like you've got beautiful kidneys your veins are amazing and I'm like thank you yeah and then I was waiting and then like she was like well just wait for a minute and like we'll do something else too but like why don't you also um I have an in-house chiropractor and like some of this pain that you have in your hip it might maybe it's like you just need a chiropractor so pop on over to him and he'll take care of you I'm like okay so I'm like yeah so like crick 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 I had an amazing chiropractor work and like all of this stuff I just leave like just beaming feeling great and I'm like it but like there was a part of me of like this is kind of a lot like maybe this is a lot of stuff that I'm doing to my body and then I also had had a emotional spiritual energetic healing booked like chakra healing very powerful spiritual energetic healing booked that afternoon so I get back home at like 11 or 11 30 and then at like one o'clock I had this spiritual energetic healing which was wild which was so wild I'll have to shout these ladies out another time um I'm like still processing it and that session took an hour and so many things moved it was like heart chakra healing sacral chakra healing they said that my chakras were like all scrambly and then like I needed to be rooted and grounded and stuff. And like things moved around. I physically felt things like I felt heat. I felt pains. I felt things. It took 45 minutes. It only felt like five minutes. It was so powerful. And then because I am a manifesting generator with like an open root and an open crown, I'm like, I can do everything. I have all the energy and like, I'm a man, man, man. And then I had a huge group call with my clients who are working with me in elite boundaries and savage self-love this group program, this amazing, huge, powerful call that ended up taking three hours. So I was just spent in every single way. 
And I thought like, I thought all of this was a great idea. I'm like, the call is going to be so perfect because I'm going to be in such like a healed grounded moment. But what my body really wanted was like rest. And then (laughs) after that, I was so done. I was like swerving and like bumping into walls on my way to bed. Cause I was so done. I tried to put CBD oil in my mouth, literally missed my mouth and like, like court, like muscle coordination was gone. It was so many things. And then, um, what else happened that was really interesting. I couldn't talk. And then the next day after that, and I'm like a Gemini, I'm a fucking talker. <laughs> I'm a Gemini Mercury. I talk. It is what I do. I live to talk, you know, this, but I like, couldn't talk. Like the next day I was like, like I couldn't talk and then when I did talk it was like a truth cannon like like guns blazing like if I'm gonna talk I'm just gonna say the fucking truth and that is what it is it was like something was channeling through and it was like and it was savage and when I look like when I look back at it now I'm like it's so interesting that it happened like that like if I was smarter probably I wouldn't have done all of these things on the same day, maybe spacing them out like a week or something. But for some reason, it all happened on that same day. Truth canon stuff came out. It also made me take a break and pause. And maybe my body needed that. Like it physically literally shut me down. So I guess it was okay, but it was pretty crazy. (laughs) And in the future, perhaps we'll, mm, I don't know, maybe won't do it like that again. But it served a purpose, I guess. Maybe you got to the point you needed to. Maybe you really so. Like rapidly. To happen before before retrograde happens, I guess. Like I got to that point. So I don't know. So share with us. Like, what's a crazy, wild, manic moment in manifesting that you've had recently? Yeah, totally. I mean, when I first moved into my place on my own, this really strange thing was happening when I was sleeping. I kept getting like waken up by these disturbances. Like one night I woke up and it sounded like someone was like snapping and I was like oh my god what's going on because I live by myself and I was like um excuse me and then I was like okay if there's any spirits just like go away I'm sleeping I don't want to talk to you and then (laughs) fire alarm kept going off in the middle of the night when there was obviously no fire and like the stove oh my god it woke me up and I was like what is going on like it just kept happening and I was like is my place haunted like (gasps) what is going on so a couple weeks after that, I had like an appointment with like, I go to this witch who's like an energy healer sometimes. And I was like, can you just like feel into my space and be like, what is going on? Cause I just keep getting waken up by stuff. Like what it's really freaking me out. Like is yeah. the place haunted? And she was like, oh, okay. So what's happening is like your younger inner child self is like feeling like you're putting too much energy into your business basically. And it's scared that when you become successful, you're going to ignore it, which, which is like what? a big boom feeling like I wasn't being taken care of because my parents were busy working no fault of them it was just like my child perspective but my inner child is still like dealing with this wound and is like almost like holding me back and trying to get my attention and being like you need to play more you need to rest more you need to do more things for you and it's trying to get your attention while you're asleep whoa oh I'm getting the message now (laughs) oh my god so like did you start doing things and then it stopped or yeah it stopped I kind of had like a dialogue with it like I sat down in a meditation and just like imagined that younger version of me in front of me and was like hey like I'm gonna be here for you like no matter what I'm gonna take care of you what do you want to do today let's go do something fun oh my god wow to take those moments to kind of check in and be like hey like I'm here for you I'm gonna protect you like I'm gonna parent you now like I will always make time for you we're gonna go do something that is so beautiful and creepy it was (laughs) 
I was freaking out because I was like, what is going on? Like, I can just imagine like your like your younger self like snapping behind like, hey, hey, wake up. Hey. And, like turn like, hey. holding like holding a lighter under the fire alarm, be like, what now, bitch? <laughs> How about now? Now like does this work? Are you listening? Holy moly, <laughs> that is just so fucking wild. Jesus. I love it, but I love it. Like, wow, what a juicy conversation. Um, so now I also know that you have so many amazing programs and ways that you can support women in moving through, moving into their next level and stepping into that. So I know you've got like programs. I know that there are the ways that people can work with you. Can you tell us a little bit about those right now? Because I know everybody is going to be dying to find out how they can get to their unconscious mind and pull out of themselves everything that they want. Absolutely. So people can always book me for like a single RTT session, or I have my one-to-one coaching program, which basically is designed to take struggling entrepreneurs from like that burnt out, exhausted state to just ease and flow in abundance. And in there, we do the self-worth work. We do work around money mindset. We do work around like success blocks and confidence. So it really just like hits you on every level of what I see entrepreneurs struggling with so that you get to transform just take action with ease. So that's when people are working with you one-on-one. Is it like a three-month situation? Yes, three-month situation, 90 days. That's amazing. Okay, so that's working with you privately one-on-one. You're going to do literally everything and pull all of the stuff and then make all of the things happen. Oh my God, that's incredible. Okay, and then also people can book individual RTT sessions. And then how can they find you? Like, how can they do this? Absolutely. I like live on Instagram, basically. So <laughs> A-Craig, A-K-R-I-double-G. You can find me on there. And yeah, send me a message. I never know who's listening to these. So I always love to like hear if something was interesting to you or like spark yes. a thought. So send me a DM, please. At her. Tell her what speaks to you most from this conversation. Ask your questions. Um, and then also, what's your website? I know that you're living on Instagram, but what's your website? Yes, kimacreg.com. Okay, so kimacreg, one word.com. One word.com. Amazing. Wow. Thank you so, so much for everything you have shared with us. This is so powerful. Like this podcast itself is so transformative, so incredible. Um, So everybody, make sure that you check out Kim A. Craig for all of the luxe ways that you can work with your unconscious mind, heal your self-worth rapidly, like right now, and take bold action to get to your next level. Thank you for being here with us. We are going to be back in a couple of weeks with another incredible podcast for you. So everybody have the most fabulous, fabulous day. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.